0: Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we talk about the NFL playoff series on set for the AFC and the NFC Championship game. We got the Chiefs versus the Patriots, and we got the Rams versus the Saints. We're also going to talk about college football as well, with so many different transfers leaving, so many players leaving, going to different schools. We're going to talk about the transfer portal as well. My co-hosts, Adrian Catwell and Earl Ross, join me, Al Quarles, on Guys Talking Sports, and that begins right now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the 2019 episode of Guys Talking Sports. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We appreciate all the love and support, but we're going to get right into it. Got my co-host with me, Ace and Earl. So what's going on, fellas, man? How y'all guys doing?
1: Dude, we got our quarterback. But, (laughs) yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Austin Kendall, WVU, what's up? Still might go 4-8, and but we got our quarterback.
2: Okay, they got their quarterback. Uh, <laughs> doing good, long week. Uh, might be a long weekend, so uh, just trying to hold it down. Actually, no music today. I didn't get a music selection picked out for this week, but I have one. Uh, uh,
1: yes, we were in a, uh, an iry state of mind.
2: <laughs> yes, ball <laughs> fire, ball <laughs> fire.
0: I see where this is going right about now. This is going to be one of those type of episodes where we're just off the grid. So, without further ado, we're going to go right into it. We're going to talk about the NFL playoffs being set in both the AFC and the NFC Championship Series. Um, There only could be two teams going to the Super Bowl, but right now we have the Rams and the Saints, both one and two respectively. And we got the Chiefs and the Patriots, both one and two respectively. Um, fighting for the championship and trying to um, fight for bids for the, their ticket to be punched in the Super Bowl. So without further ado, fellas, um, we have our stage set for the championship games. What is your take on this NFL playoffs to where it is right now so far?
1: Boo. Boo. <laughs> oh, man, look. Tell that, all- son. Tell him
0: about what- <laughs>
1: I'm no disappointed. Part. I'm disappointed because San Diego didn't show up against the Patriots. Or should I say the Patriots are just being the Patriots and just doing what the Patriots do. Complain all the time. But um, San Diego just probably, probably San Diego just didn't show up to play. I don't know if they exerted all their energy when it came to the uh, when it came to playing Baltimore in the uh, The divisional rounds, you know, because with their dynamic quarterback and having to adjust, but this is clearly not New England's best team, but yet they made New England look like world beaters uh, last week. So I I am highly disappointed in that. And the other game, the, the Saints and the Cowboys. Yeah, Saints and Cowboys. The Cowboys disappointed me. Uh they came out flat, but they came back thunderous, but the defense just couldn't uh couldn't keep their end of the bargain. So gotta give kudos to the Saints. They found a way to win. So I'm not typically I'm not totally mad about that. It's not like, you know, San Diego just did like a whole lay sort of thing and just laid down and let New England just do what they need to do. The Saints actually had to fight and claw. Uh to get themselves where they needed to be. So my hats, uh, I tip my hat to that, but to Dallas, you disappointed me because I put my faith into you. Uh, I think it's the last time I ever put my faith in the NFC East as a whole. Uh, first it started with the giants bum asses, And then, uh, then I put all my eggs in, in the Cowboys and they disappoint. I never had faith in the, in the Eagles, none whatsoever, none, none. And, uh, so, yeah, but, so, I, you know, if I had to sit there and pick who's going to go to the next, I want to see the young guns. I want to see a rematch of the Monday night or is it a Sunday night football between L.A. and Kansas City. Hopefully they'll play defense this time around. But that's my pick now. I'll probably be wrong, but I'm going with Kansas City and L.A. for some.
2: Well, I personally am very thoroughly happy with the outcome of um of a lot of those games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what can I say? I mean, you know, the Rams, the they thing. I mean, CJ Anderson. I mean, he got picked off <laughs> off a free agency back in what December, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and had a and had a had a hundred yards or close to hundred yards before halftime. I mean, right. literally, literally just ran a rock down and throats. I mean, Dallas, the front. The front of Dallas couldn't do anything about it. They just really couldn't – they couldn't stand it. I mean, whether or not they were tipping off their uh, their defensive signals ahead of time, you know, is debatable. But, I mean, literally the Rams just ran a rock right down their throat. Kept running. Probably still running right now if the game was going (laughs) on. So, uh, I mean, I I think the game was probably – it wasn't as close as it it looked near the end. I think that, you know – you know, they were able to um, bottle up Ezekiel Elliott, and without Ezekiel Elliott getting his touches and yards, they become a one-dimensional team, which means you have to put the ball in Dak Prescott's hands, and he has yet to scare anybody consistently that he can do it. He'll give you a flash here and there. He'll move around in the pocket. He'll make a play here or there, but, you know, he has yet to make anybody fear his passing abilities out the pocket, even rolling out of the pocket, because I mean, he I don't think he's just that guy, or at least not yet. So that's always going to be the deficiency with Dallas. I mean they can do the defense, which was stout all you know the last month and a half up into the playoffs, fell flat. And then uh what can I say about the Saints? I can just say that uh no fly equals fly. So uh I was happy about that one.
1: And hey, he got the pinky, he got the pinky out too. Well you can tell you happy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, it was a beautiful morning, I can't say. It was a very beautiful morning. A lot of sad faces, but I was just smiling inside.
1: <laughs> oh, the same thing, the Eagles, right. right, right. Yeah, I was too busy watching 24, sorry.
2: <laughs> it was 24. It was like uh, a whole new day at 24 with the Eagles in the air. <laughs> I, think the, I think the Cowboys probably needed Jack Bower and it helped them out the way next Oh, man, that would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, I mean, I, I, I thought there was going to be this one upset, and I thought the upset was going to be with the Cowboys over the Rams. I thought the defense would be able to get a little bit more pressure on – a little bit of pressure on Jared Goff to make him, you know, throw some bad passes and might be able to bottle up um, Todd Grove Jr. But, hell, I didn't even know about C.J. Anderson, and that just basically changed the trajectory of the game. I mean, you had the up-and-down runner, and then once he got his five, three, five, six, 3 then boom. Tiger really breaks out for a 30-yard you know, TD. So, at that point, there was nothing the Cowboys could do defensively to stop that. I mean, they just ran it. And if the Rams run it like that, they're going to be very tough to beat.
1: Well, the Saints defense is uh, a lot better than previous years. So, I'm not saying they – gonna totally flat-out the run but I thought Dallas would, you know, give up or put up a better fight than they actually did on the run game, you know, based on their D-line and their linebacking core. But they got gashed. (laughs) The
0: only thing that kind (laughs) of, only thing that kind of, like, would have made this even more interesting if Dez Bryant didn't get hurt
2: Oh yeah. Oh, even right on the Saints, giving it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sorry, but that would have been like that. Would have been like the icing on the cake, so to speak. Like I, it kind of what was missing was that that moment. But all in all, I have to agree with Earl as far as um, definitely didn't want the two NFC team East teams playing for a championship game. Didn't want that to happen. Um, So I was kind of happy with the outcome of both NFC championship games. Um, Very disappointing the Chargers and how they played against the Patriots. Kind of expected the Patriots to play with that revenge mode um, because of what happened last year. But I I thought the Chargers would give them a little bit more of a run for their money. Um, Definitely. I expect the Chiefs to definitely do that. I expect the Chiefs to to make this a very interesting game. Um, I'm not saying that the Patriots will win or the Chiefs will win, but I want it to be entertaining. I don't want it to be, you know, some lackluster performance by one of the teams because that would be very disappointing. But overall, I think that the playoffs, the way things are, I, I'm loving how it is. I love the outcome of it right now so, so far. And I'm looking forward to the two championship games see who can make it to the Super Bowl.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, Ace, man. I kind of want to see the young Gunners. Get get some fresh blood in there. I mean, I mean, I'll be pulling for the the Chiefs, but it's it's hard to bet against Brady, man. He just, he always seems to pull a rabbit out of his hat, you know, you know, when it counts, and. You know they got by him the last time these two teams met with the highest you know scoring game. But then again, Patrick Mahomes made some bad decisions. Hopefully, he's learned the air of his ways. Um, they will be without the services of Kareem Hunt because of you know his issues. However, they do have a they have a back that was definitely giving them some good numbers. So, like I said, I, I want to see that I want to see some young blood in there, some fresh blood.
1: Well. It's interesting that Al mentioned uh, Dez Bryant. A small part of me wishes or hopes that uh, the Saints win just so Dez can get a ring. Because technically he's still on IR with the Saints. So, and I say of the smallest, like this small, just to say that he got a ring because truly – I still want the Young Guns to go at it because they put on that very entertaining game. I think it was either Sunday or Monday night a couple of weeks back. Uh, and I think the, the Super Bowl would be just as entertaining because I'm sure each team will add some new wrinkles to kind of throw each other off. But shout out to Dez, you know. And hopefully he, the Saints and Drew Brees might come through and uh, possibly get them one step closer for Super Bowl. But again, this month.
0: <laughs> but you know what? It kind of, so it in a way, we kind of rooting for the same thing because um, whether the Saints or the um, Rams, whether it's either or, it's going to either be we rooting for a team that's young, that's up and coming, that's going to the Super Bowl, or if the Saints win, we could say, hey, look, we could at least want Dads to get that ring. So I think it kind of factors in both. I mean, I, I don't think we have any. It doesn't matter as far as the NFC teams is concerned who goes in. I think we'll all be rooting for them um, more so than, you know, right now everybody's we, – we already know how we feel about the Patriots, so we don't have to go back into that. Right now everybody's just rooting for the Chiefs because, like you said, we definitely want – we want young talent in there, and we definitely want to see something different. Like I'm um, – we already established how we feel about the same old. So, yeah. I think I think everybody's rooting for all three teams except for one. That's the Patriots. Think you're right about that. Yeah. Bottom line.
1: I mean, again, I wouldn't be disappointed if the Saints won. You know, uh, the bigger question is if if Drew Brees led them to another Super Bowl, would he retire? Would he got Would he go out on the high note? Uh,
2: did he? Did he just sign a contract extension? This year or last year?
1: I know. Think, I think he got like a two or three year extension, but I mean, it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> you want it. Go out like Ray Lewis. <laughs> well,
2: I don't think he's going to retire, but the bigger question would be if the Patriots make it all the way to the big dance and win it, will Brady retire?
1: Yeah, he needs to retire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, that is, yeah, that's a good question. And I agree. And by that time, that should be, like, already etched in stone. Like, if, if he comes back for another year, I'm, I don't even know what I would do after he went. Yeah.
1: Right.
0: I don't time. know either. It's time.
1: Well, you know mind. what? That's all right, because you, you got to remember, Joe Montana was, like, early 40s when he got that hit. But he was playing with the Chiefs, and the Giants came and smashed his ass from the back. <laughs> oh, no,
2: he was playing He was playing with your squad, 49ers.
1: No, he was with the Chiefs at that time.
2: No, I remember that game, 49ers, NFC Championship game.
1: Oh, the 49ers? Oh, the 49ers killed him. Even better. <laughs> but either way, I think that's the only, reason, I think that's the only way uh, Tom Brady will probably decide to hang it up, is if he gets that one hit that just shakes his world. He'll he'll then look at it and be like, all right, yeah, I'm done. Because for the most part, you know, his offensive line has been, been decent. But he hasn't had that one jarring hit that be like <laughs> having re-examined his uh his position when it comes to football. When that happens, he's done.
0: <laughs> Eventually, every all good things must come to an end. Bottom line, all yeah. good things must come to an end. And at this at this stage, I mean, if he does, if he does, if and I'm using that word loosely if he does win a Super Bowl um, I could see him going out on a high little more than I would see Drew Brees leaving on a high note.
2: Nah, Drew Brees is going to be around for another year or two Um, Brady up in the air depending, but if I was him, if he was to get back and win it, I would be just like because at that particular point, you have nothing left to prove you beat five at the time. Everybody said you were down and out. You came back. You won without much of a running game and not the best defense by 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 far. You have nothing more to prove. Like you said, you don't want to be out there too long and then catch a bad hit because that offensive line is shaky, and he's one good hit away <laughs> from having his career ended prematurely.
1: Right. Right. And I think that has to be in the back of the head of Brady – Breeze, uh, I mean, like I said, all good things come to an end. But at what point do you sit there and say, I, that's why I truly believe that like, if either one of them win the Super Bowl, just go out on top. Be like Ray Lewis, just go out on top. Just, you know, nobody. I mean, regardless of when Brady goes, he's going to be on top. But, I mean, it can't be any better than winning another Super Bowl and then – saying an F you, and then going right out to the sunset,
2: you know? Just like, just like Peyton Manning did. <laughs> exactly. He was like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> he, he was a shell of himself in that Super Bowl. He couldn't throw the ball more
1: than 10 yards. Exactly. He knew when to get out. <laughs> Game manager is best.
0: <laughs> Mama name Wade's <weighs> no fool. <laughs> no. But so let me ask y'all quick, real quick, before we move on. Um, so – Let's get y'all picks as far as the championship game is concerned. Hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I, I'm going to stand by my initial Super Bowl picks. I'm going with uh, Chiefs and uh, Rams. Dark Horse for the Saints just because I have a – I just have a, a, a small thing for Des Bryant trying to get his ring.
2: Uh, I think I'll take the Saints, and I am – my heart wants to go with
1: Chiefs,
0: but my head is going to go with the Patriots. Yeah. Um,
1: God, I don't want to see them two ancient quarterbacks in there no more. <laughs>
0: so, with that being said, I'm going to go with. <laughs> no, actually, I. I, I I'm what? All I, right, I I prefer the Chiefs. My mind is saying to pick the Chiefs. I can never count out Brady. And I just think that the Patriots have that revenge set to outdo – I mean, to correct what happened last year. So, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs and the AFC East. I mean, the AFC. Um, But I'm going to stick with – I'm going to go with – this is a toss-up, but I'm going to go with the Rams. So, Chiefs and Rams um, in the Super Bowl. Would love to see that happening, but I, I'm not, like, 100% on that. I'm more like 75. <laughs> I'm
1: with you. I'm with you. I, 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 I think I think this is a change, uh, changing of the guard, the ushering out the old and bringing in the new.
0: But I could see it play Rams-Patriots way, too, because they want the two oldest, eldest, you know. I could see the NFL wanting the best of the best, And both Brady and Brees have proven it. So I can honestly see that happening. I would prefer Chiefs and Rams, but I can honestly see
2: Saints and Patriots in there. So I'm the only person going with the two old guys, huh?
1: Yeah, I guess you like it old. We like it new. All
0: right. So before we move on, well, Let's move on to a different topic. Let's talk. Still stay on football, but let's talk about the NCAA college football. Of course, that is now over with with Clemson winning the national championship. And with that being said, there's been some changes. You would think that things would stand pat in Clemson, but obviously that is not the case because the quarterback, um, Hertz is now transferring to Oklahoma. Now,
1: hold on, he uh, he's with Alabama.
0: I'm sorry. Yes, I thought it was Clemson. Nah, oh, yeah, Clemson. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Alabama quarterback Hurts, is now transferring to Oklahoma. Um, and with that being said, now Oklahoma, um, is given the okay to transfer Kendall to transfer to somebody's team, college team out there in West Virginia, I believe. Um, so now. He, He's being transferred out. He's given the okay to go there and transfer to West Virginia University. So I'm going to start with the West Virginia number one fan, um, part of the number one fan club, part of the, of course, Morgantown fan club of West Virginia University. I will start with Ace to get his takes on acquiring a new um, person, a qualified person to run the quarterback position at West Virginia.
1: Uh, First of all, yeah two of you guys are new to the campus. Uh, You've been there numerous times under some favorable and not so favorable circumstances. I I remember a certain drumming of Rutgers one Saturday afternoon. We were all there enjoying a nice pleasant weekend on West Virginia's campus, but why bring up old stuff? But anyway... I don't know What does it have to do with the, what
0: have to do that with the sports? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just figured I'd just bugged I just figured i just bring that up. <laughs> but uh yes, uh Jalen Hurts go to Oklahoma. Interesting. Uh he's following behind Baker Mayfield and uh and Kyler Murray as uh back to back Heisman trophy winners and quarterbacks of Oklahoma. Uh, it was interesting that his quote was he wanted to go to a team that could compete for a championship and also face Alabama for a possible championship. And, I mean, Oklahoma is no better a place than the, you know possibly face Alabama for either the, the uh, playoff or the actual championship game. So I got to give respect to Jalen Hurts uh, for his decision. Uh, he was also being courted by Miami and, uh, and Maryland because his offensive coordinator from Alabama is now the head coach over at Maryland, uh, Loxley. So he was cited at a Maryland basketball game a couple days ago, and then he was also down in Miami. But ultimately, he chose Oklahoma, so congrats for Jalen. Uh, for uh clear-cut favorite to be the starter come uh, August or in August or early September for Oklahoma. Now switching gears for Austin Kendall leaving Oklahoma to then transfer to my alma mater, West Virginia. Uh, I think that's great. Uh, we all know that Hogerson left uh, West Virginia as being coach and moved on to Houston to be their head coach, and we now have Neil Brown, the former head coach of Troy, now the head coach at West Virginia. So this is a, a major, a major addition considering we we only had two quarterbacks, two scholarship quarterbacks on on the roster. So this makes the actual third quarterback. And we're still out there looking for one or two more quarterbacks to actually join the team. So uh, our search is not done. But it's nice to have uh, ESPN 300 quarterback that was rated back in 2006 be added to the staff. And ironically, we also have Jack Allison, who transferred from Miami two years ago, who started in our bowl game uh, when Greer didn't play. He was also rated in that same class, and Allison was rated uh, one spot higher than Kendall. So we have two (laughs) top 300 quarterbacks on our roster, along with uh, Lowe, who's a redshirt freshman. So it will be interesting. I look forward to the upcoming season. And I'm also looking forward to – more craziness that's going on with the with the portal because uh blackman the quarterback from florida state just added himself to the portal today so the musical chairs of quarterbacks going from one school to the next and we all know kelly bryant left clemson and now he's going to be the starting quarterback in missouri so west virginia we face i believe we play uh Kelly Bryant in Missouri, and then we're also going to place uh, Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma next season. So it will, it will be fun to see how things progress for the 2019 uh, football season in college football.
2: So you already got your tickets lined up?
1: For no, me. but are, are you guys willing to go to the game with me? No?
2: Yes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if uh, Rutgers in West Virginia makes it to the BCS championship games because <laughs> one of them is going to go. Oh, you know damn well, Rutgers ain't it. <laughs> yeah, I know damn well, Rutgers, Jenny ain't gonna be. <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: but we'll, we'll get there a lot quicker than you guys <laughs> will. Oh, I see where this is going. This is starting to get interesting. Yeah. I thought my
2: popcorn. Gotta beat, gotta beat Texas, then y'all can get past.
1: Oh, no, no. We beat Texas. We lose to Oklahoma.
2: we well, <laughs> lose to one of them, if not both. However, you actually might not lose Oklahoma because I was surprised Jalen Hurts is going there because following Baker Mayfield, you're following, Kyle, following Ky- Kyler Murray, both of them who actually had arms can actually throw the ball, and Jalen Hurts is not known for, you know, a pocket pass or even a person that actually throws the ball, so how does he work in that offense is going to be very curious because do you completely change the flow of the offense because he's not going to chuck it up there like Baker Mayfield. He's definitely not going to chuck it up there like Kyler Murray, and he's not even as accurate as either one of them. So I'm curious to see how the offense is going to be. Is it going to be much more of a run-oriented offense, much of an RPO where it's like a read option, quick throw, or read option where he runs, which he did at Alabama, where he basically ran a ball most of the time. So I was surprised that he went there based on how that offense rolls. But like I told you, he should have did it last year. The second that um, um, Tua came back and won that B-C championship for him last year, he should have bounced in that offseason because his he, he lost a starting job. I mean, they can talk about yeah, it's going to be a competition, blah, 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 but we all knew. Hertz was not going to be the starting QB for Alabama. So he should have rolled out last year instead of just sticking around. Now he's going to be in Oklahoma. We'll see how he does. But there's some musical chairs with college quarterbacks. Why not? I mean, coaches change up, you know, like the wind. So, um, I mean, if they can do it, well, why not college kids do it? I mean, right. if, they, if they can sit there and take offers and then not want to coach in that BCS championship game. Why can a player say, "If my draft stock is, you know, top five or top ten, I'm gonna set up the BCS championship game"? So, if it's good for the coaches to go ahead and move and do musical chairs, why not the players? So, I see more power to them. So,
1: I agree. I agree. Um, The the crazy thing about it is with Jalen Hurts, I think the reason why he stayed because he actually graduated. So, by him graduating, he becomes eligible immediately versus if he'd have left last season, he would have had to sit. And then still – I think he still would have had one year of eligibility left, but him being still sharp and still practicing and getting some sort of game time, he was able to play a little bit, and now he still has his one-year eligibility left. So I guess that's reason in my my uh, reasoning to believe that that's why he did what he did.
2: Yeah, but at the end of the day, I don't – if he's, he's planning on coming going to the NFL draft next year, which I'm assuming that he is, and assuming that he's going to be a, um, going as a QB, which I'm assuming he wants to be, he's still going to be at the bottom of the total pool because the guy that took your spot next year, barring any significant injuries, is probably going to be the top you know QB taken in the draft.
1: All oh, that is true. He's just hoping that he could probably get drafted at some point.
2: <laughs>
1: I, I think I, I think I read an article. This couple hours ago, where it's saying that uh, both Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield completed no less than sixty nine percent of their passes in Oklahoma's uh, offense, whereas Hurts completed only sixty two percent of his passes while at Alabama. But they treated him like he was more of a game manager than allowing him to actually throw the ball. So I don't know if it was based off of what they saw in practice; they didn't have confidence in him in throwing the ball or he thought he was a more effective runner. But, I mean, still 62% ain't nothing to sneeze at. But I guess that's uh, the minimal in, uh, in, in the NFL as far as quarterback, you know, competition
2: percentage. What's that 62%? Is that like five or 10-yard passes, or is that like 20 to 30-yard passes? Because that would be a different ballgame. You're 62% within 10 yards. It's a lot different than that sixty-some percent twenty, you know, 15 to 20 yards.
1: Agreed agreed and I didn't follow Alabama football like that to know if that's the case or not, but yeah, you make a valid point.
2: I
0: think the offense basically was catered towards the strength of what the quarterback can do. And I think I, to be honest, I completely agree with the style of quarterback is completely different than the other previous quarterbacks as well, which kind of make it you it kind of may have reflect on his numbers. So, um, I really think that at the end of the day, um, I agree with what you said, Earl, about the carousel of transfers. Um, I believe that it should be done more often. Um, and given the players that are out there now, I think they see that this is something that they can work towards and continue to do. Where if they're not happy with where they are, then they can easily transfer someplace else to get to the maximum impact of their chances of being drafted higher um, in the NFL draft. So. Whatever it works for them, as long as they are doing what they're supposed to do and continue it, doesn't matter which school they go to. Whatever works best for them, let the system use them. I mean, let them
2: use the system, so <laughs> like the system using them.
1: Yeah, you said it right the first time. And I love, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, and and these coaches have no loyalty. I mean, you look right at you know clear cut case with Clemson. I mean, the Clemson QB. I mean, I mean he did well last year, and then he comes in and he loses his spot to the incoming redshirt, freshman Trevor Lawrence. So. Right. I mean, this guys looking like I did all this stuff. I took his, you know, all the way to the, you know, the playoffs. And then the next year, this true freshman just takes my spot. So my spot is not even secure. Even after you tell me, you know, I'm the man. So there is no loyalty really nowhere. There really
0: isn't. And to be honest, side note, that should go for you too, Nick Foles. Like there is really no loyalty for you out there. So – me personally, I think that you should look at other options and stop focusing on just being the backup. When you know that you are worth more than that. That's just my side note, putting that in there. Um, but we can get back to college football. Sorry.
1: <laughs> we got all winter and summer for that.
0: No, yeah, well, I, I mean, just seeing that was just like, okay, but yeah, you're right. We do have all winter, all we have a long road ahead to get back into that, sorry. Right, right, right. So, anything else you want to add about the <clears throat> NCAA with the college football before we move on?
1: Uh, I guess it's now you know the the uh, the usual you know players getting ready for the combine the uh, the the Shrine Bowl, the East West, uh, all of the other uh, bowls to give the, the added players some extra exposure for scouts and. Now this is when all the fun time comes in, all the mock drafts and everybody who get paid the McShays and the, uh, and the other dude. <laughs> um,
2: to get it all wrong. Right.
1: <laughs> 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 they get paid this big money to sit there and speculate. and May have one or two picks, right. <laughs> if that. Yeah. So I guess that's the fun part, you know, that's the part determining where your favorite players might be getting drafted. So,
0: yeah. yeah, but that's what makes it so fun. Like, that's what people, like, want to see. Like, what people are saying about it. Even though they could completely get it wrong, we treat them like the weatherman. Like, we still look at them and say, you know, what well, what's the weather going to be like? We still look at them. Even though they could get it wrong for the next couple of days, we still going to look for no matter what. So Right, right.
2: And I think the biggest talk has been just with Kyler Murray declaring for the NFL draft, and there's been oh. – you know, there's been a lot of talk about whether or not he should. I was trying to avoid that, but it's no avoiding it. So. I mean, that's pretty much the big, the big. That's going to be the big thing going into this draft. Is like, you know, where does Kyler Murray, you know, where does he fall? Where does he rank at? I mean, the combine is probably going to. It's not always the best indicator of what a person is going to be, but I think that's probably what they're going to use to kind of predict where he's going to fall in that draft. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals new head coach talked about he loves, you know, Kyler Murray and, you know, wouldn't mind taking him. Will he take him? I don't know. I mean, like you said, there's going to be a lot of speculating over the next, you know, few months until the draft. I mean, he does put a wrinkle in there. Um, My question would be if he declares for the NFL draft and he does get picked and it just doesn't work out, can he still go back to the um, major leagues?
1: Yeah, I believe as long as he doesn't report to sign any contract, he's good. But then that's that's the question. Does a team want to sit there and potentially waste a draft pick on a player that may or may not actually sign?
0: Well, here's a better question. Do you think that a team will actually sign, I mean, um, draft him in oh, the yeah.
1: NFL draft? Oh yeah, he's top. He's he'll go first round just because. Really? Yeah, because but
0: you just he, said like a team may not want to waste that that draft pick on somebody like that. But you still think that their team is going to sign them anyway?
1: So a quarterback needed change, Yeah.
2: If they talk to them, is they'll waste a late they'll waste a, a, a late round like uh, five and below, but they won't waste the top three. And if they draft them in the first three rounds, they're going to have to have some kind of assurances that your mind is in. Is in football, and that if we draft you for quarterback, and you you're going to sign a dotted line, and you're going to be ours. But well, why not do both? I mean, it has it's been done before? It hasn't been done in a while.
1: Great, like for example, uh, what's our boy over in Seattle? Um, Russell Wilson. The Yankees own his rights. He goes to spring training every year. Practices with the Yankees, but yet you know he plays football full time. So I guess at any point where Russell Wilson says, "You know what? I'm done. I want to go over now and play football." The Yankees owns his rights. I'm sorry, play baseball. He can go over and play baseball. Will Kyler Murray project to do the same thing? Now, again, if it's a third round pick. Yeah, personally though. He already signed a contract and got paid damn near $5 million. Now, granted, yes, high risk, high reward. If you sign, if you're a top-ten player in the NFL, your rookie contract is 20 million. But it's not guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? He got $5 million guaranteed already, and he's projected to eventually make it to the major leagues. So what, he got to spend two or three years in the minors before he start making some real money. You got five million.
2: <laughs> you know, five million might not last for you know a couple of years. <laughs>
1: uh, well, you know, learn to manage
2: your money. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, we're well, well, quick before I before I go back to the Russell Wilson. I heard out of the Yankees camp that he couldn't hit all that well.
1: Probably can't. <laughs> <laughs> Is,
2: that <somebody laughs> Is that true?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't, I've have not seen that. I'm not debating it. Um, I've not read that, but um he was good enough to get drafted and he's good enough for the Yankees to sit there and trade for him, uh, on, the, on the, uh, possibility of, so I mean, anything is possible. I mean, he was great. in state and Wisconsin. So uh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I guess for him, I mean, if you were playing any other position outside of quarterback, then, yes, I would say chance it. And if you think you're going to be a high draft pick and you're going to be good that dude, I mean, yeah, you'll be that rookie contract. But in about three years, you're going to get, if you're worth it, you know, 120 mil minimum. So, I mean, you're not going to get that in the major leagues for, what, about what four, five
1: years probably. Yeah, but, but – Guaranteed versus non guaranteed. Football, you get the hundred and twenty million dollar contract, but you're hoping for a forty million dollar signing bonus. Whereas baseball, he signs a hundred and twenty million dollar contract Damn it he gets hundred and twenty million (laughs) dollars.
2: He gets every penny, I agree, but you know, kids now you know, they're looking for the quick gratification and they want that money now. They they don't think the long ball, they don't think you know, I might get a little bit here, but I am guaranteed to get all on my one hundred and twenty five or six years from now, and I can get. I probably on top of that another contract about what a couple of years for you know thirty or forty or fifty million dollars, which some players are getting. So, I mean, I mean McCutcheon's just signed with the freaking Phillies for like what four years, fifty million dollars. So, exactly. Mean, exactly. So, <laughs> he's no spring chicken. So, I mean, um, uh, I mean. If I had a son and he had a choice between baseball and football, I'm going to tell him baseball, it's not going to give you that immediate impact, but the, the return on investments is a lot longer than football, which will going to give you the immediate impact. But unless you're a quarterback, you're not going to get that kind of bread. I mean, right. I mean even you know, OBJ, you know, he got his contract, but it's, you know, it's not all guaranteed. It's a lot guaranteed. But pretty much, that's his last big contract. So, I mean, and they can get to a point within second or third year where they decide they don't want to have, be tied to that, and they can just wave them or cut them or trade
1: them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, it's it's a tough one, and, and I can see why Kyler Murray has probably got people in his ear saying – football you're a quarterback if you go on the first round, you get picked you go to a squad look at Lamar Jackson you know look at Russell Russell Wilson I mean he's a small dude which is probably going to really kind of count against him because a lot of the QBs now want big you know tall little quarterbacks.
1: Right right he's short I think he's 5'10 at best.
2: And I don't even think
1: he's even 5'10". <laughs> you know, yeah. and- I understand he played Oklahoma. I understand that he played and won the Heisman. You know, the stigma with the Big 12 is that, you know, there's hardly any defense played. And obviously based off of the scores, you know, it's, there's no, uh, there's no lies <laughs> in that statement. <laughs> uh,
0: there is no lie. <laughs> there is no lie.
1: Uh, but – NFL is just a different beast. I mean, because just because you think you're fast doesn't mean that the next player on defense in the NFL just isn't that fast. I mean, let's take, for example, Lamar Jackson was running shop, you know, running havoc those six weeks that he was starting QB for the Ravens, but then San Diego came in there and decided to switch some things up and decide to run with eight DBs to match speed, and what did he do? was reduced to actually throwing a a rock, which he was able to do in the fourth quarter, but by that time, San Diego had pretty much checked out. So he can't rely on his speed. I mean, but he doesn't have that same moxie, in my opinion, that Baker Mayfield has. You know, like when he came, when Baker came into that one press conference before the game, talking about he's feeling dangerous. I mean, he took that line from uh, American uh, Sniper, I think it was. But he backed it up. I'm not saying that Kyler Murray isn't that type of player. But Baker Mayfield is brash like that. And that's what gives him that little extra added edge. I don't see where Kyler Murray is that type of player like a Baker Mayfield. So it, I see an NFL team really taking a risk, possibly using a high draft pick on him, and he possibly signing and then becoming a the bust.
2: Yeah, probably the Broncos. It's uh-huh. <laughs> like spending high draft picks on bust QBs.
1: True.
0: That is true. That is true. true. But um, I think that's something that we can honestly say that we are looking forward to seeing, see what team is actually going to be able, is going to say, you know what, I'm going to take this chance on this kid. And, you know, even with everything else that's going on in his life, you know, what, you know, I'm willing to say, hey, look, I'm willing to take a look at this kid and bring him on to the team. So it's going to be interesting to see where the combine, where he's, he fits in and where all the other players fits in before the NFL draft starts. So, um, with that being said, I mean, it's almost out of time. So, um, <laughs> let's let everybody know where they can find you at.
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and the gram at J E Ross, the number
1: seven. Hey, you can find me on Twitter at cat uh, daddy. One nine six three. That's cat daddy. One nine six three on Twitter. <laughs>
0: And of course, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. Twitter and Instagram, I am Al Qualls. Also, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel of Guys Talking Sports, um, Guys Talking Sports on YouTube. Uh, you can also check out um, Instagram, um, Guys Talking Sports. Subscribe there as well. Uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Um, look forward to um, some more things coming in Guys Talking Sports down the road of 2019. But for now, this is Guys Talking Sports, and as always, we want to wish everybody a good night. God bless, and have a safe night.
1: Let's go. Let's go, Mountaineers. Time to drink some beers. Let's go PHS Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> Beat That's Westfield. That a
0: good one. That was a good one. That was a good one.